Good morning, and welcome to Simply Sports. It's Saturday, February 3rd. On today's show, we celebrate Westbrook becoming the 25th player to reach 25K career points and Watkins' explosive 51-point performance as USC upsets Stanford. Plus, the U.S. clinches a spot in the Davis Cup Finals after topping Ukraine. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Sports. We start off with a highlight from a recent NBA game where Russell Westbrook scored 23 points, making him the 25th player in NBA history to score 25,000 points. The LA Clippers, with Westbrook's help, secured a 136-125 to win over the Detroit Pistons. Here to discuss this further is our correspondent, Abby. So, Abby, how significant is Westbrook's achievement? It's quite a milestone, David. Westbrook joins an elite group of players, including his teammate James Harden, who reached this mark in December. Westbrook is now the fourth active player to reach this mark, alongside LeBron James, Kevin Durant, and Harden. It's worth noting that Harden and Westbrook are the third pair of 25,000-point scorers to play together in NBA history. That's quite an achievement indeed. How did the Clippers turn the game around after a slow start? The Clippers were trailing by as many as 14 points in the first quarter, but they managed to score 109 points in the final three periods. They shot 59.6% from the floor and 48.3% on three-pointers. Clippers coach Tyron Lue attributed the turnaround to the team's improved attention to detail after the first timeout. And what about Paul George's performance? Paul George added 18 points for the Clippers, despite having missed the previous game due to groin soreness. He played for 27-20, and according to Coach Lou, he looked good and would have played more minutes if needed. What about the Pistons? How did they fare in this game? Jaden Ivey had 28 points and Bojan Bogdanovic added 26 for Detroit. However, the Pistons struggled with turnovers and undisciplined errors, which Coach Williams acknowledged hurt them against a team like the Clippers. Despite a brief 8-0 run in the third quarter, they couldn't close the gap. And finally, what can you tell us about the conversation between Westbrook and Ivy at the end of the game? Ivy revealed that he had the opportunity to work out with Westbrook before the start of his rookie year and received valuable advice from him. Westbrook, known for his humility, took Ivy under his wing which speaks volumes about his character both on and off the court. Thanks for your input, Abby. Now, shifting gears to the world of college basketball, USC's freshman guard Juju Watkins is making waves. After a disappointing performance and a loss to Washington, Watkins bounced back in spectacular fashion, scoring 51 points in a game against Stanford, making her the frontrunner for freshman of the year and a contender for player of the year. Here to discuss this remarkable performance is our correspondent from Simply Sports. Indeed, David. Watkins' performance was nothing short of extraordinary. She not only scored 51 points, but also broke a school record and marked the second most points in a Pac-12 game. Her performance was the first 50-point game in Division I this season. That's quite an achievement. Can you tell us more about her performance in that game? Certainly. Watkins was everywhere on the court. In addition to her 51 points, she had four steals, two assists, and 11 rebounds. 
This makes her the only Division I freshman in the past 25 seasons with 50 points and 10 rebounds in a game. Her performance was so impressive that even the opposing crowd couldn't help but react in awe. And how did this performance affect the team's standing? This win over Stanford improved USC's standing to 5-4 in the Pac-12. Stanford and Colorado now occupy the top two spots in the Pac-12 standings at 8-2. What can you tell us about Watkins' mindset and preparation leading up to this game? Watkins was disappointed with her performance in the loss to Washington, where she scored 19 points, one of her lowest totals in conference play. She spent extra time in the gym working on her shots. USC coach Lindsey Gottlieb noted that it's Watkins' demeanor and accountability, as much as her on-court skill, that sets her apart. And how did Stanford attempt to counter Watkins' performance? Stanford tried multiple defenders on Watkins, but none were successful in slowing her down. This, coupled with the Cardinals' offensive struggles, led to their first home loss of the season. What's the significance of Watkins' performance in the context of college basketball? Watkins' performance is one of the best by a freshman in recent memory. Stanford coach Tara Vanderveer said it probably ranks at the top. It's also worth noting that Watkins is only 19 games into her collegiate career, so we can expect more great performances from her. Thanks for the insights, James. Now, let's switch gears to tennis, where the United States has secured a spot in the Davis Cup Finals group round. This comes after Rajiv Ram and Austin Kratichek won the doubles match against Ukraine, giving the U.S. an insurmountable 3-0 lead in the best-of-five match qualifying series. Here with more details is our correspondent, Michael. Can you tell us more about this victory? Absolutely, David. Ram and Krajicek, who have a combined five Grand Slam titles between them and each has been ranked number one in doubles, beat Ilya Belobarodko and Alexei Krutik 6-3-4-6-6-3. This victory followed a successful opening day of singles for the U.S. team when Sebastian Korda beat Krutik and Chris Eubanks replaced an injured Taylor Fritz in the lineup and overwhelmed Vyacheslav Bielinski. The matches were supposed to be hosted by Ukraine, but they were moved to Lithuania due to the ongoing war in Ukraine. What impact did this have on the players? Indeed, the matches were moved to an indoor hard court at SEB Arena in Lithuania. Ram, one of the U.S. players, acknowledged the challenging situation for the Ukrainians praising them for their competitive spirit despite the difficult circumstances at home. The U.S. has a strong history in the Davis Cup, correct? Yes, that's correct. The U.S. has advanced to the next round for the fifth consecutive time under the current Davis Cup format, although they've only made it to the quarterfinals once in that span in 2022. The country has won a record 32 titles in the men's team competition, most recently in 2007, when the current captain, Bob Bryan, was on the roster. What's next for the U.S. team in the Davis Cup? The 12 winners from this week's round, which concludes Sunday, will join reigning champion Italy, 2023 runner-up Australia, and wildcard entries Britain and Spain in the finals group stage in September. Then eight teams will make it to the quarterfinals in Malaga, Spain, in November, when a champion will be determined. What about other countries? How are they faring in the Davis Cup? In other matchups, Serbia, playing without number one Novak Djokovic, trailed Slovakia 2-0. Canada and Finland swept their opening matches at home, while Germany was tied 1-1 at Hungary. Switzerland's matches at the Netherlands and Brazil's at Sweden 
were also even after a day. The qualifying matches will continue over the weekend. Thanks for the update, Michael. Now let's switch gears to the NHL's skills competition where Nikita Kucherov, the Tampa Bay Lightning star and current NHL points leader, drew boos from the crowd during a stick-handling challenge. Bella, our correspondent for Simply Sports, is here to discuss this. Can you tell us more about what happened during the event? Yes, David. Kucherov was one of nine skaters selected to participate in the stick-handling challenge. However, his performance was noticeably lackluster. He seemed disinterested as he slowly navigated through the assigned markers. His slow progress and apparent lack of effort didn't sit well with the crowd, who responded with loud boos. It took him 44 seconds to complete the challenge and score a goal. And how did this compare to the other competitors? Well, to give you some perspective, Edmonton Oilers captain Connor McDavid won the competition in just 25 seconds, almost half the time it took Kucherov. Did Kucherov react to the crowd's boos in any way? Interestingly, Kucherov didn't seem phased by the crowd's reaction. After completing the challenge, he acknowledged the crowd with a wave. And how did this performance affect his standing in the competition? Kucherov's performance certainly didn't help his standing. He ended up last overall with 0.5 points through the first six events. However, he didn't walk away with the $1 million prize awarded to the Knights' top skills competitor. So what's next for Kucherov? Well, Kucherov will have a chance to redeem himself in Saturday's three-on-three game, where he'll play for Team Hughes. It will be interesting to see how he performs there. Indeed, we'll have to wait and see. Thanks for that report, Bella. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Sports. We'll see you back here tomorrow.